Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. Hello, yes, Dan Arden here. Dan Arden has been summoned. Please, via the internet, we tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast and our review of Smack Diddly Down. I'm Troy, joined as always by Jay and Aaron. How are we doing, fellas? All good. It's a nice sunny day here. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. You live in Scotland, Aaron. It's always yeah. overcast. It's a, it's Friday. It's better than normal. There's, a, there's a lo- loads of people in the parks and barbecues. You'd think COVID wasn't a thing. Fuck's sake! It's not that fucking warm. Jesus. No. I I live I live opposite a park, and I'm just like literally like ran out my house to it, put something in my sister's car, and then saw like the park was full, as if there was no party. Come on, people, play the game. Um, I've tempted to just get a fucking water pistol and go around square people with it in the park to get them to move along. <laughs> uh, before we crack on with our review of Smack Diddly Down, and even before we come to you for tidbits, Aaron, people can get at us on social media. They can find us on Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod, and they can find us on Facebook at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Get yourselves on there. Let us know what you thought of this week's episode. So, Aaron, what have you got for us? If you like cats and trying cats, get caught in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, like watching graphs at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 26 and 27 we're doing. Uh, there's a few things going on. Uh, in 1926, Vern Gagne is born. Happy birthday to you. I don't even know if he's dead now. I, I'm just assuming yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very dead. Yeah. Uh, 1965, Sinister Minister James Mitchell is born. Happy birthday, mate. <laughs> Happy birthday to the Sinister Minister. <laughs> Judas Messiah's his dad. Um, and a business. And a business. <laughs> Get out. Uh, he's busy, wasn't he? Uh, <laughs> Sinister uh, Minister, mate. Get it out. <laughs> in 1985 Pentagon Jr. was born happy birthday to you uh, we'll so, go to the first actual tidbit now in 1997 for the first time Raw was taped in Europe in Berlin, Germany oh. and in a tournament final British Bulldog beat his tag team champion partner Owen Hart to become the first European champion yes bring the European championship back Put it on NXT UK. I'm going to keep petitioning for this until it fucking happens. Um, in 2007, on Raw, Shawn Michaels and John Cena beat Rated RKO to become World Tag Team Champion. You fucking love that, don't you, Aaron? You one of your favourite tag teams. Yeah, man. The only time John Cena you're was the, semi-dealable. You're the problem <laughs> with fucking WWE having thrown together tag teams, mate. Do you... <laughs> Your fault. <laughs> that, that one thrown together tag team that I like. <laughs> uh, two, mate. Kenny Omega and Hangman thrown together. Oh, so, they were. Ah, uh, well, they were. They, There's no two ways about it. They're thrown together. No, there is. There is. They were in a faction at the time, to be yeah. fair. But they were, they were sort of thrown together. I, I'm, I'm kind of on both sides. That, that really. I can see both. both stop, sides being so, stop being so Swiss. Stop sitting on the fence. Who's <laughs> aside. Come on, pick one. <laughs> All right, um, they were thrown together. Fuck you, Aaron. Ooh, <laughs> boo. That, that's injustice. That's criminal to Scots just because he's English. Yeah, it's... I see who it is. Right, brilliant. Um, Those are anyway. for reason, mate. <laughs> In 2010, WWE announced the mass release of talent, including Maria Kanellis, Gregory Helms, Charlie Haas, and Paul Burchill. Fucking hell. Two of those four came back a few years later. I mean, Paul Burchill still in 2010. Jesus, fuck. Um, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in 2011, Ring of Honor presents our ninth anniversary show. Right. Uh, Davy Richards beat Colt Cabana. Boom, boom. Uh, Davy Richards. Uh, the Wolves beat TNA. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
Um, Mike Bennett beat Kyle O'Reilly, Steve Carino, and Grizzly Redwood in a fatal four way. Uh-huh. Uh, El Generico beat Mike Elgin. Uh, Roderick Strong beat Homicide in a no holds barred match for the world Ooh. title. That was, well, that was spicy. I bet that was spicy. And the, the, that's halfway through the card, the world title. <laughs> wow. Uh, Kings of Wrestling beat All Night Express, which is uh, Ray Titus and Kenny King, to retain the tag titles. I'm pretty sure Ring of Honor put that match up on their YouTube this week as well. Ooh. Sorry. Uh, Christopher Daniels versus Eddie Edwards for the TV title ended a time limit draw. As it was a two out of three falls match. Uh, and in the main event, the world's greatest tag team, Shelton Benjamin and Charlie Haas, beat the Briscoes. Damn. <laughs> that sounds like it would have been fun. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll stick to Ring of Honor and their 14th anniversary show in 2016, where Tom, this is very New Japan, by the way, so. Listen to this card. Wasn't this just when they announced the talent exchange thing? Well, there's a lot of talent exchange going on in this one, that's for sure. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii beat Roderick Strong and Bobby Fish for the Ring of Honor TV title. Oh, Damn. I bet that. Good. Uh, Haruki Golo beat Dalton Castle. Bloody hell. Which would have been... Uh, Alex Shelley beat Christopher Daniels. Nice. Uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Mike Elgin beat the Briscoes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kazuchika Okada beat Moose. Moose. Oh. Moose. I mean, the issue with Moose is... I didn't even that you've just said Okada beat Moose there. Fuck me. Okada beat Moose. <laughs> I, I got really excited that you said Moose and I forgot about Okada being Just glossed over the fact that Okada was in the match <laughs> <laughs> and beat him. <laughs> Um, the Elite, that's Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, beat Kushida, ACH, and Matt Seidel for the six man never open weight titles. Damn. Um, ACH being, what's his name that was in NXT? Um, something. What's his name? Something. Jordan Miles. That's the one. Yeah, that's it. Uh, War Machine beat All Night Express and No DQ for the tag title. Oh, War and, Machine. And the main event, J- Remember them? Get back in my life. Stop pretending to be Vikings. Come do some wrestles. <laughs> uh, and in the main event, Jay Lethal beat Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole to retain the Ring of Honor world title. Damn. Um, on what a year ago today, well, the 26th, so yesterday, but shh, pulling back the cut then. AEW's 21st Dynamite show, Kenny Omega beat Pac in a 30-minute Ironman match. Nice. What a match that is. I love that match. It's such a good match. Uh, we'll go to the 27th now. Uh, in 1977, Lance Archer is born. Happy or Lance, birthday to Everybody dies. Hoy or whatever else you want to call him. Murderbird. Lance <laughs> Archer, Murderbird. 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 Uh, 1985, Shah Samuels is born. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 2000 WWF presents No Way Out. Get the fuck out. Ooh. <laughs> go on, go on, guide me through this spectacle. What was it? What, what I mean, yeah, sorry. 2000, I mean, just 2000. listen. listen. Uh, oh, no, Kurt, that was a fucking awesome card. Kurt Angle beat Chris Jericho for the Intercontinental title. All right, I take it all back. Right, that, that's your opening match. Wait, wait till you get to the main event, mate. <laughs> Yeah, I know. How could you forget about the main event? Um, Dudley Boys <laughs> beat the New Age Outlaws for the tag titles. Um, Mark Henry, with me, Young, beat Viscera. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said Edu- this was a good card. Wait for me, then, mate. It gives everything else that's on the card. Edge and Christian beat the Hardy Boys. Sweet. Uh, X beat Kane in a no holds barred match. Cool. Um, too cool beat the radicals. Yeah, they did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Big Show beat the Rock. What? That was for from the Rumble from when that was to oh. get in the main event of Mania. Wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. And in the main event, 
Triple H beat Cactus Jack in a title versus career Hell in a Cell match. Oh, that one. That one. Yeah, <laughs> that one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Very Fair good. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, we'll go to something a bit more recent. Still WWE though. Uh, 2014 WWE presents NXT Arrival. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Cesaro beat Sami Zayn in a match which lasts like 25 minutes. Mm. Uh, Mojo Rawley beat CG, CJ Parker. Let's just gloss over that. Um, <laughs> the Ascension beat Too Cool to retain the NXT tag titles. Fuck off. Too Cool <laughs> on NXT. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, wow. it, wasn't, it wasn't even the only time they were on NXT. No, Jesus. <laughs> um, Paige beat Emma to retain the women's title. And in the main event, Adrian Neville beat Bo Dallas in a ladder match to become NXT champion. You forget that fucking Bo Dallas was NXT champion, don't you? He was like, what, the third NXT second. champion? Second? No, third. Third. Yeah, third. you're right. Yeah. Biggie was Biggie second. Was second. Yeah. yeah. Biggie for the NXT title. Mental. <laughs> Different time, mate. Different time. Bo Dallas beating anybody for any belt. Fucking yeah. crazy. Bo Dallas beating anybody generally. Bo Dallas wrestling. On TV. Bo Dallas wrestling. A real estate agent now. <laughs> and we go from a good card from NXT to a bad card for the main roster. In 2020, WWE presents Super Showdown. Oh, fucking Christ <laughs> alive. No more needs to be said on this, mate. Next. <laughs> Jesus. Why would you do this to us? I was having a really nice day. <laughs> um, replacing Rey Mysterio, Undertaker won the Twike Mountain Trophy, beating AJ Styles, Andrade, Lashley, Eric Rowan, and R-Truth in a gauntlet match. And, and so I think you 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 thought that uh, Bound for Glory was better was worse than that, Troy. I mean, that nah. wasn't was it? Nah. <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, no. <laughs> we had this conversation on the news, and then we just went, yeah, but being gone, you like, yeah. <laughs> uh, Miz and Morrison beat the New Day for the SmackDown Tag Titles. Oh, uh, I remember that. Yeah. Angel Garza beat Umberto Carrillo because why no have another match on the card? <laughs> Just chuck it in there, didn't it? They've, Just got chuck a, it in. they've got to tick that Latin American box, haven't they? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Rollins and Murphy beat the Street Profits to retain the Raw tag titles. Oh, Murphy, where are you in my life? Uh, Mansoor beat Dolph Ziggler. Because of course he did. Got to get that hometown boy over, ain't you? <laughs> Undefeated at Super Showdown, he's he's rivaling Taker Streak. <laughs> You're almost there. Uh, <laughs> Brock Lesnar beat Ricochet in one minute thirty four seconds Fuck to retain off. the WWE title. Fucking nonsense. <laughs> uh, Roman Reigns beat Baron Corbin in a cage match because we finally got to see the end of that rivalry. Yeah. To be uh, fair, their falls count anywhere at the Rumble was fun. Like, were you there, Troy? Another... I was. I was there for that. Were you were there? You? Alan? <laughs> I was oh, there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bailey beat Naomi to retain the SmackDown Women's Title. Oh, yeah. that was when Bailey put her foot in our oversized top and got her leg cut. If you remember that finish. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Goldberg beat The Fiend to wow. become new Universal Champion. Fucking also Christ alive. handing The Fiend his first loss. Beating with a versatile suplex. <laughs> that was it, wasn't it, really? That was... Because he couldn't do the jackhammer. Fucking hell. <laughs> Absolute Still pish. Can. Absolute pish. Oh. I've made myself depressed. Crying. <laughs> Is that your lot? That, that's my tidbits. Thanks, Treacle. Tune in same time next week. Just don't ever bring up Super Showdown. <laughs> ever. Any we're, of them. We're past it in the calendar now, it's done. Oh, good. <laughs> until okay. next year. Until, or until fucking, what's the other one? Crown Jewel. Crown Royal. Crown Royale. <laughs> Big should we talk? Should we talk some SmackDown? 
let's talk some smack diddly damn. Boop, boop. Uh, so Roman Reigns kicks off the show, uh, comes out and just says, I don't think it's a secret. Smackdown needs me. I show up in this ring and I operate at another level. He said that he kept Edge. Uh, what's up, Aaron? Just that he also mentions the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view needed me. I needed a bit more than just you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that bad. <laughs> he said Edge. He said, he, said he, he saved the show, which was wow. brilliant. <laughs> he said that Edge kept the Elimination Chamber from being perfect by making the WrestleMania match official. Um, he said, you don't want it. You don't need that in your life, Edge. Um, you need to get out of here. You're a father, you're a husband, and I don't want to hurt you. I like what you stand for. I like your legacy um, and your comeback and coming up against the impossible. But this is why so, a man like you just doesn't stand a chance against a man like me. So after weeks of go and Edge to go, pick me, pick me. He you picks know. him, and now he's pissed off for it and he doesn't want it. Yeah. Come on, mate. Make your mind up, you fickle bastard. Stop being a shite back. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Bryan then interrupts, comes down. Right. As... The yes crowd is far too loud when he comes out, and it doesn't stop when Bryan starts to speak on the mic either. <laughs> <laughs> They've got to get that over again. He's going oh. into WrestleMania with the yes movement behind him. Fuck me. It's in, in case people forgot. They need to oh. keep reminding them by pumping it louder than anything else on the show. Hey, okay. <laughs> uh, so he comes down, um, says that some fans are calling him cowardly for showing up and beating him down after he'd won the chamber. Calls out Roman, saying that as a champion, why were you only the second match on the card and not the main event? Or would that have given me too much time to recover? Um, I thought this was really clever, like Brian manipulating Roman by kind of playing into this desire that he needs to be the main event. Um I really, really enjoyed that. Brian then reminds Roman uh, that he gave him his first match in WWE, which I didn't know. So that's one to maybe go back and watch. Um, he then issues a challenge to range for a match at Fastlane, but that Jay just steps in and just pars him off. Well, um, Brian says a line. There's been a lot of comparisons between me, Daniel Bryan, and you, Roman Reigns. I always get confused between Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns. All the time. Yeah, very week. similar. Very, Every very week. similar. Yeah. <laughs> Tan, hair, <laughs> tattoos, um, just everything, really. They're very difficult to tell apart. Fuck's sake. <laughs> um, as Reigns begins talking, uh, Jay then attacks him. Uh, attacks Brian, that is, not Reigns, obviously. Uh, launches him over the barricade and they leave. Um Jay said, I've done a magic trick. Look, look, a magic trick. Oos made him disappear. That made me crack up, and then he fist bumps Heyman on the way out. Made, made Roman uh, crack up as well. <laughs> uh, backstage, we then get Edge uh, speaking to Postman Pierce and Sonya Deville. Uh, he's miffed why Brian's getting a Universal Championship opportunity at Fastlane before him, even though he won the Rumble match that they were both in. Yeah. Um, he says he thought the original plan was for him and Brian to face Roman and Jay at Fastlane. Since which when was that an original I, plan? I didn't know that was an original plan. <laughs> so, but I mean, I'm into it. Kind of, they kind of alluded to the fact that like they were about to announce that. Yeah, more in this promo, um, mm. he just didn't do a very good job of of it, if that makes sense. So, yeah, because like when Ed said that, they're like, "Oh yeah, well, uh, we we got to announce that," but uh, but you know, this kind of fell in our lap. Yeah, that's it. Um, Edge is greeting about not. Would you rather, right? Let's play the. Let's go in Edge's brain. Would you rather main event WrestleMania or main event Fastlane? I don't think that's his point. I think it's more he wants to. He wants to face Roman at Mania. Well, listen, I've I've got a point here, which which will sum up kind of what you're talking about. So, Edge coming into the office and talking to Deville and Pierce about him being pissed off at Brian getting a shot before him, not only does that hint that there's kind of some hostilities between him and Brian, which uh, I'm really interested in. Like, if that leads to some sort of match, I think that'd be really cool. But it makes sense that he goes in and he's pissed off at that. And this is for why. So something that we never see happen or rarely see happen and that they mention is that kind of logic gap where fans are asking, well, what's the point of the Rumble if someone's going to have a match for the title before Rumble on a pay-per-view. What's the point of having the, the, the Rumble winner get a chance? 
and that's mm-hmm. never answered and but that always happens because it it then dilutes whoever's won the rumble because it's like well you, you don't need to have won the rumble to have a title match because we're going to give it to someone else before the mania my question now what's the point in fastlane oh there isn't I don't think like Aaron, you can you can have fast Aaron, that's fine just don't have the they, universal they championship defended on that they need a big pay-per-view to launch their new deal with with Peacock are you telling me they're going to give fucking Wrestlemania as the first one don't be stupid <laughs> you know they could have given us roadblock because <laughs> we know that's one of your favorites Aaron that and oh, Fastlane oh I, I love them so much honestly. anything car related Fun, funnily <laughs> enough um this will be the third time I believe that Brian and Roman will face each other out of Fastlane in some capacity I, I remember one of them so yeah it, that that kind of miffs me off a bit and I'm sure it does other people where it's just like well you're just reducing the fact that this guy won the Rumble. And it's not just anyone that run the, I, won the Rumble, see, it's Edge. I don't think it does, because the way the way that like I'm looking at it is, well, the champion should be defending their title up to Mania. Like, Edge has got a guaranteed title shot at Mania. He doesn't have a guaranteed title shot against that person at Mania. Mm, yeah, I get that. Like you look at you look at the other side with Drew where he's dropped he dropped the WWE title and now Miz has got it and it looks like Lashley's gonna take it off him. Mm, and mm. it it kind of it, it kind of adds to the sort of them going, Oh, anything can happen on the road to WrestleMania, where there's that uncertainty over who they're gonna be facing at Mania. Mm. Yeah, I I do get that. I still think it's just I think for for one month. You can hold off having your your champion defend it. If if Mania oh, yeah. is that big a deal, if the winner of the Rumble is that big a deal, you can go a pay per view about having them defend it. Like we've had pay per views before where it's not been defended for quite yeah. a while, and well, they, so it they, wouldn't be any different if you want to make it that marquee match and as big a deal as it should be. Just don't have it on TV for a month. Have Roman showing up yeah. and his character at the moment where he's pulling the strings, he's in charge of everything. If he doesn't want to defend it for a month, he doesn't have to. But it plays yeah. into his character and it makes the eventual Mania match feel more special. No Way Out 2007, the main event of, of that pay-per-view was Shawn Michaels and John Cena versus Batista and Undertaker. I was going to say, they did, like, uh, they did used to do, like, uh, the like two world championship matches against each other in some capacity. Hmm. Um, but and that would have been a cool way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if with Fastlane, as I say, if it's their, like, kind of, sort of arrival on Peacock they mm. could have done it like as a, a kind of like a cross-branded show where they had like a few like cross-branded matches like that yeah. so they could have had Makes like sense. whoever's whoever's on the raw side of things for their like their world title match mm-hmm. and whoever's on the um, Smackdown side of things as well for their world just, title match just do what they had with their last sponsor at 2018 Royal Rumble KFC with a KFC Colonel oh, Rumble. No, right, alive. <laughs> Fucking hell, <No>. man. <laughs> Full on um, pish. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's one of those things, I guess, isn't it? Like, the, there's different, there's always, they always seem to have a, a different approach to how they're going to go about the build of so WrestleMania matches. And that, mm. that can be a good thing, but it can also be a, like a bad thing because yeah. it gives you this kind of like question of well why why are you diminishing that with that mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah it's a good point uh, of debate after this we get uh, Ray and Dominic Mysterio against Otis and Chad Gable uh, Chad and Otis stand atop of the ramp as they come down showed a clip of last week um, and at the start of the match we get Otis on top of Ray um, lots of attacks going to the injured ribs from last week's uh, Gable goes for um, sorry. Gable does a good job of calming Otis down while he's attacking Ray in the corner, so that he doesn't get DQ'd again. Ray eventually manages to make a tag into Dom. Hits a really good like it's that thing where he's kind of got them in the wheelbarrow position, like the the other guy's got Dom in the wheelbarrow. I like position. the body scissors thing. That's it, body scissors. That's the word I was thinking of. Uh, spins, uh, knocks Gable into the corner. That was really cool, and then follows up with a really really good uh, tornado DDT. 
where he jumps up on the rope, kind of spins around, does that thing that Grand Metal Elite does where yeah. he stands on the rope, pirouettes around. Um, I say he's been watching some of the Grand Metal Elite matches, hasn't he? <laughs> he's got like the same outfit, on not he? It's not far off, yeah. Uh, the Mysterious then hits some tandem offense, uh, including a, a double 619. Otis tag backs in, uh, tags back in rather, uh, and hits Ray with a big splash from the second rope for the win. It was a pretty short match. Um, didn't wasn't anything special, but I thought did a really good job of kind of cementing Otis and Gable as like a proper heel tag team and a decent threat in the division. They really work well together, and Otis looks like he's kind of really refined himself and his style and Gable's got him under control. Um, and they've also got a clean win over arguably two of the biggest sort of baby faces on the roster. So former world champion. Yeah. So it's really good. I'm uh, I'm here for it, as we say. I think Otis looked good in this, and I think this is the kind of direction he needed. Finding that, I like that he's instinct. Um, I like that he started using the world's strongest slam as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really good, good shit. Um, before the match, before the the next match, rather, we get Apollo backstage warming up in his brand new gear, inspired by his Nigerian roots. I thought that looked really, really cool. Um, we then get him in ring cutting a promo saying that he's been humble and respectful for too long but it's gotten him nowhere he's a real african or american uh, african-american and what he's portraying now is the real him he's no longer willing to be someone he's not decides to embrace his nigerian heritage of wealth dominance and power he didn't go back to catering he went back to his roots and um, for some reason he then adopts an African accent. Yeah. Which is a bit weird. I, I <laughs> yeah, he says he says he's gonna say it like his grandfather said, and then he just starts speaking in a Nigerian accent. I, I thought he was going to speak in Nigeria, not just put on an accent. I know so it, it's, it's, a bit weird. Odd. it's a bit it's, odd. It just didn't feel right. <laughs> yeah. But I like I like this turn for Cruz. Um I've I said in my notes here, I've got it was a great promo. It was really good. And for me, it gave us more about Apollo's character than they probably have done in the four years since they brought him up to the main I, roster. I, genu- I genuinely don't think he's ever had a character. No. No, but he was just... I, um... I, I think that's what sort of kills it for me for Apollo Crews. Like, I'm no invested There's, there's no all. investment, yeah. After years, they just... Yeah. I feel like that's there a bit now. This kind of cemented his his heel character. I like that they kept referring to throughout the match, like show him the steel. He's like, if this was my, if it was my grandfather, he would have shown you the steel. I quite like that. It's something. And it's like I say, it's more than he's had in, in the four years since he's been on rural SmackDown. So they're doing something. They're pushing some young stars. Maybe not the ones that we want, but this is something. So credit where credit's due, I guess. Um, onto the match though, Shinsuke Nakamura uh, against Apollo Crews. Um, Cruz interrupts Shinsuke as he's making his entrance before the bell. Cruz dominates Shinsuke um, after the commercial break. Nakamura escapes from a German suplex by landing on his knees. Uh, escapes. Then, well, escapes. <laughs> he, he hit the German suplex. Cole thought he'd hit the German suplex. And Corey was like, no, no, I, I think he got to his knees. So pff, he hits him with it. Let's not pretend he didn't. <laughs> Nakamura then rocks Cruz with a drop kick. Uh, hits a few strong style kicks to Cruz, hangs him up on the top rope uh, and hits an axe kick and then uh, a sliding knee for a near fall. Cruz gets himself back into the match, hitting uh, three German suplexes back to back. Nakamura then hangs Cruz up on the middle rope, slides through and does that kind of uh, like release German That's suplex, good. which looks cool uh, onto the floor. Um, outside of the ring, Cruz then drives Shinsuke into the steel steps they get back inside the ring. Cruz goes for a military press, but Nakamura manages to wriggle out, locks in a sleeper hold. Cruz then manages to fight over into the corner and grabs hold of that uh, like white and green scarf that he was wearing at the start of the match and uses that to, to drag Shinsuke into the turnbuckle. Uh, Cruz then closes out the match uh, with a kick to the back of the neck and an angle slam for the finish. Olympic. Angle slam. Yeah. Olympic. Angle Olympic slam. Olympic angle yeah. slam. Angle slam. Right. Slam, slam, slam. Slammer Jammer Rammer. Yeah, it was cool. It was a good match. Like I say, I'm I'm pleased to see that they're doing something with Apollo a bit more, a bit more purpose. Um yeah. He's a talented guy. He's we've really all, good. we've all known he's like a really good wrestler. He just needed like some, some character, which yeah. I, I'm I'm hundred percent with Aaron when he when he says like 
he's a good wrestler, but he just didn't have any character for me but, to invest yeah, in. Whereas same. now, yeah, now he, he, I said to you earlier, Troy, he was giving me kind of like Killmonger from Black Panther vibes. Yeah, 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 yeah. The way he was hey. presenting himself, and was like, mm. this could be really good. Yeah, um, yeah, I really like the scarf thing as well. I thought that was dead inventive. Mm, it's a clever spot. Yeah, I, I still that's... need it. I still need a bit more for me for Apollo Crews. But... Oh, I'm sure we will. Yeah, like but, over yeah, the coming I, weeks, I, but this I, is. I mean. I agree, but it's a step in the right direction, isn't it? Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. You're not going to get it all at once and then instantly in one episode be like, yep, I'm invested into it. But it's it's mm. a turn. It's the start of something, and I think it's positive. Uh, after this, we go backstage with Roman and Heyman. Uh, Heyman says that he saw Pierce and confirmed that if Brian beats Jay, um, then the tag match is scrapped for Fastlane, and he gets a Universal Championship match instead. We then go to Tamina versus um, Liv Morgan. Roman Reigns' face before you carry on. He didn't look very happy that you had to trust Jay, did he? He looked very. <laughs> well, they, they did the they did the bit earlier as well, where like Jay was like apologising to Roman for like kind of jumping the gun and making. But Roman was like, like no, no, it's pass. fine. Just yeah, just handle like, it. It's okay. Oh, you don't you don't need to apologise. It just make sure you get the job done. Just make him understand. Make him understand. Make him understand. So yeah, on to the next match, Tamina versus Liv Morgan. Um, Tamina controlled the match early, overpowering Liv with the size and power. Liv tried to mount a comeback, but Tamina hits a super kick that looked like she just struck her with a bat. Like when she does the super kick, like her legs just like arrow straight, and it just it looks it looks nasty. Uh, Tamina then continues just being like hyper aggressive, keeping Liv down with uh, forearms, suplexes. Uh, there's a couple of near falls. Uh, Liv um, tries to mount a comeback, um, but Tamina just continues to stay on top. Uh, Michael Cole during the match goes, Tamina's catchphrase has become reliable to undeniable. I've never heard her say that. <laughs> I've never heard it. You're the first person that said that, well, Michael. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's funny that Cody Rhodes used to say that as well, isn't it? As, oh, did he? Uh, that was his, he, was, he had a little show on you, like on had, the... Yeah, called, uh, what was it? Uh, Undesirable. Undesirable to undeniable, yeah. yeah. So Brilliant. Um, Brilliant. Yeah. There, there was a lot of like comparisons with that on the Old Swift this morning. Going, oh, well. You, mainly that, that gif of Cody like that. Cody. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I, one thing I will say about this match is you, because we don't see enough of it, you forget how good a seller Liv Morgan is. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. Jeez. Especially for someone the size of Tamina. Like, yeah. To make her look even more imposing. Yeah, she made her look awesome. She sold her fucking ass off in this match. She was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Liv then goes for a backslide, uh, but Tamina manages to reverse it. Liv then hits, up a, hits a step up in Seguri and a shotgun drop kick to send Tamina into the corner, then fires up with a series of forearms. Tamina drops a massive missile drop kick uh, and gets a near fall. Um, sorry, she drops Tamina with a missile drop kick and gets a near fall. Natalia then starts barking orders from the side, um, telling her to finish Liv off. Uh, in the corner, Tamina sidesteps another attack from Liv, delivers a Samoan drop, uh, and then a swinging sidewalk slam to pick up the W. One, that sidewalk slam wasn't as good as last week. No, it wasn't, was it? I thought oh, that. No. I was disappointed because um, I was really excited to see it again. <laughs> and two, when Tamina wins, Michael Cole goes... Tamina with the win. Come on, Michael, get behind it, mate. I Jesus. Can't. You've just tell us our new catchphrase. At least bump well, it up after s- the win. Sell it to us a little bit. Make, make <laughs> us make us believe. Fuck make it. us understand. All about I, catchphrases, but come on, mate, help us it. <laughs> I I've got a little bit of a gripe with this. Um, in that it's disappointing to see that they don't have anything for the riot squad again. And they seem to suffer from this real stop start booking like you thought they were getting some momentum you thought oh okay they're going to be the ones to win the tag team championships and they didn't and then it felt like both of them were getting a bit of a singles run and getting them on tv a lot more and that whole stuff with billy k was really amusing but then now they're just having them that's a point we didn't even see billy k this week did we no which is weird because she factored into both teams in this match yeah um like I said the other week, and I'll say it again, like it is nice to see Tamina getting some screen time and a little bit of a push. However, not at the expense of like two women who have got a lot to give to the women's division and who deserve better. 
Yeah, Liv, Liv Morgan's went fucking after wrestling planning. She's not getting pushed anywhere. <laughs> she, she's got that third party business with both of us. Fuck it. Um, yeah, I, I was like, I, I agree. I'd, I'd like the match. The, well, I like the fact that Tamina won the match, but I would have liked to see less of a squash. Mm. Like, yeah. They, they could have added that Liv looked like she was going to win, whereas she yeah. didn't really get a lot of offense off. No, not at, at all. all. It did, like you said, she sold well. It did a really good job of making Tamina look strong. But then at the same time, that's kind of the downfall and uh, her detriment as well. So disappointing, yeah. but still cool to see Tamina getting something. Um, after this, we see Bianca Belair backstage making her way to the ring to make her choice about which champion she wants to face. Um, in ring, Sonya and Pierce introduce Belair, and then we get a quick video package showcasing both Raw and SmackDown right. champions. Two two things. Uh, Deville says you get to have a main event of your choosing at WrestleMania. That is definitely not correct. Let's just change that. She's Why? not going to be in the main I, event. How do you know? <laughs> well, actually, but she's not. <laughs> actually, I I reckon they're gonna the okay. way they've kind of been talking about it. Because two nights, I reckon that one night's going to be one's the going to be the women's, women's rumble winner. The other's going to so. be the men's. Yeah, just, just because the way they kind of talk, like talked about it that much on yeah. on conference. I, I could it deserves be wrong, to be. But I think it deserves I think, to be. No, yeah, I, I mean, think that would be quite. A... I'm agreeing with you guys, but as WWE, they can easily just bring back a Goldberg or a Lesnar or a whoever Rock. else is. Oh, you said sorry, you said Brock. Whoever else is meant to be coming back for this legend. I, Mania. I mean, I'm I'm with you that I have zero faith in them no. to do it, but because <laughs> they changed the cut, like they changed the lineup of, of the card on the fucking day, a lot of the time. But mm. I, I do feel like that they wouldn't they wouldn't be putting that much emphasis on the fact that it's two nights and there's the main event if it wasn't going to close the show. Mm. The thing yeah. is, provided it's a champ, as long as it's a championship match, they'll call it a main event, even if it doesn't close out yeah. at night. Because and they, they've done got... that several times, haven't they? They're I like, mean, oh, w- WCW had the, the Kiss demon within his contract with with the contract with Kiss to use their likeness. He had to main event a pay per view, so they put a match on fourth and said, "This is the special main event match." So <laughs> it, it's definitely doable. Yeah. Um... Also, um, Bianca Belair only gets to choose between Sasha Banks and Asuka, not Io Shirai. Yeah. What's what's weird about that, though, right, is that they've made a big deal with Edge doing that. Mm. Is it it like going forward they're going to do it where, oh, if you've chose that one, no one can choose them next year? Oh, yeah. Feels like that. Because it's not even been brought into question, has it, with the women's side? No. It's a bit of shit. Oh, well. Anyway, Belair comes down to the ring, um, goes on to say that her mum says, "It's all uh, life is all about choices. Make a bad choice. It will haunt you forever. Choices will make uh, choices you make will define you forever. And her choice is clear before she gets to say anything else. Reginald comes down with his own Tron and his music, new music, which sounds slick. Oh, yeah. Uh, he says I, that Belair was gone. I always want to see Reginald. I have two things go through my head. The first thing is I just think, fuck off, Reginald. And then the second, <laughs> especially with this story, I'm just like, why is he even there? But at the second, is like, he's fucking great, though, isn't he? Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's fucking great, though, isn't he? <laughs> he comes down to the ring, says that um, Bianca was elevated from Sasha's genius and that Bianca's journey has been inspiring to so many and that she's very special. Everyone is in awe of her but uh, because she's living her dream. But if she faces Sasha at Mania, then her dream will turn into a nightmare and she'll be hearing her mama's words when she's laying on her back in defeat. She'll be a loser, is what he says. Uh, Banks' music then hits. She comes it's out to the ring. It's boss time! Never do that again. Thanks a lot, son's crying. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Well, Ears Michael are bleeding. Cole didn't put much emphasis in it this week. Michael so Cole didn't like put it. much mustard on anything this week, did he? <laughs> My, Michael Cole sounded like you did on the fucking AEW um, review this week, Adam, when you had too many painkillers for your two feet. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha comes in, uh, shoves Reggie out of the way like, by his uh, face. <laughs> she says but... that she's more than a champ, she's the standard. 
if Bianca wants to be the talk of the conversation, then she will choose her for Mania. Sasha also goes on to say that Bianca is second best. Um, uh, sorry, Sasha. Yeah, Sasha says that Bianca is second best. Uh, Bianca responds with she'll make her eat her words when she challenges her at Mania to ma and makes the match official. So that's what we're getting. Um, that seems like the sensible choice for me. I feel like it's so, going to be Asuka and Charlotte Carmella, on the Raw side. I think Carmella may be getting involved in this. No, oh, mm. I hope not. Don't make, this, don't make this a triple threat. Triple threat, mate. So, Bianca doesn't deserve to be in that kind of facade. Yeah, I, I feel I feel like um, if they, they want to, they seem to want to make like Bianca like the face of the women's division, don't they? Mm. With like the way they kind of portrayed in recent months, it it feels like Sasha's on the verge of a heel turn. She definitely had like more sort of shades of her NXT heel character during yeah. this promo than she has done in recent weeks. Um, I think if they want to do that, as I say, the, the two easy ways to do it is have a close, close night one of Mania and beat Sasha for the belt and stand tall, but make it just, just there and Sasha don't add anyone yeah. into it or any fuckery. Yeah. Please. Which means they're definitely going to do that and she'll probably be third on the card. Um, <laughs> you want, just don't have a triple threat because we're already getting one on the raw side, so it's fine. It's fine. That's what Are you we? think. That's your theory, it's isn't fine. it? Yeah. It's fine. Are we? He said the uh, other week, didn't he? His, uh, his theory. He, he wasn't, it was just me and you. Oh, of course. Yes, well. yes. Sorry. He said on, on the Raw review that... What was it? Explain it again. Uh, I won't do it justice. Basically, uh, Fastlane, Asuka versus Charlotte. So either Asuka or Kane's against Charlotte, which is unlikely a situation. Or Charlotte takes the title of Asuka. Right? So either way, it's fine. If Asuka retains, it'll be a triple threat mania with Rhea Ripley involved. And if Charlotte wins, it'll be Charlotte versus Ripley too, and Ripley will go over at mania. I think that's very sensible booking. Well, Charlotte sensible booking on our part. I, it was sensible booking, but it's Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. even, even the last time Charlotte lost at mania in that triple threat match, she didn't take the fucking She didn't fall. take the foot, nah. So... If there's a one-on-one -on -one match, mate, I'm sorry, but I mean, but... I'll still be picking Charlotte. <laughs> that, that, being, that being said, that I do, I do think that's a very safe bet that Rhea's going to be uh, featured in some form. Yeah. Also, when's Naomi getting the title shot? Pinned Asuka clean as a fucking whistle. No, Na Nia I mean, Jax is the number one contender to so Nia Jax. We're going to get a triple. We're going to get a triple yeah. threat, aren't we? Nia Jax is in three matches at WrestleMania uh, uh, weekend. My, my bad. My bad. <laughs> Prince Charlotte to become the number one contender, not the fucking champion. Nia Jax is walking out of Mania with all of the belts. All the belts. All of the belts. <laughs> <laughs> you think she is Ricky Starks? Absolute Nia Jax. <laughs> Absolute Nia Jax. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, our next match um, on the night is the Street Profits against Sami Zayn and Corbin. Um, before the match, uh, Sami's documentary crew are with Corbin um, and they've got the cameras all up in his face. Sami comes out, wants to uh, question Corbin, what he thinks about the whole conspiracy. Corbin asks, why are they even tag partners? Sami says, oh, we've got chemistry. I think we'd be really good together. It makes sense for us to tag together. Um, and, and that was that. We then get the actual match um, where Sammy and Ford start things off. Ford shows off uh, with a front flip, taunts Corbin, but neither man really gained an advantage uh, and tagging their respective partners. Dawkins then gets um, Corbin uh, with a shoulder charge, follows up with a drop kick. Uh, Corbin goes for his slide under the ropes that he does around the, the corner post uh, to jump back in, but the documentary crew are in the way. He just starts screaming at them. I love I loved that because Sammy was like, Sammy was like, had moved across the apron and was talking into the camera saying, <laughs> did you see that? That was a rope break. The referee is failing to enforce the rules for my team. <laughs> I love the uh, whole thing. Corbin and Sammy like arguing over the documentary crew as well. It was just yeah. brilliant. <laughs> More on that later. Um, <laughs> this then allows uh, the Street Profits to hit some tandem offense and gain the upper hand. After the break, we get uh, Corbin on top of Ford and in control of him. Tries to break out um, in the corner with uh, a big boot and a step, against, step up in Seguri. Corbin then rolls over to make the tag into Zayn. 
Ford then makes the hot tag to Dawkins, who hits a flurry of offense from the ropes. Dawkins then throws Corbin to the outside, uh, but Zayn catches Dawkins with a DDT to get a near fall. At ringside, or rather, uh, just, yeah, on ringside, um, a frustrated Corbin uh, shoves off Zayn's documentary team, uh, and then Ford hits a huge plancher dive over the top of Zayn uh, onto Corbin, which looked nuts. Uh, the way he landed on Corbin looked horrible. Mm. He landed on like Cor- the top of Corbin's head. I thought he was going to break his neck. Not nice. That's Very all right. Upset. Corbin's got a thick neck. He'll be fine. Yeah. So <laughs> former Golden Gloves boxing champion, didn't you know? They, they never mentioned that either. No, so I, I thought I'd just enlighten you. Thanks, mate. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Sure, Corbin's going to bring up that in, in a, about the co- uh, concussion protocol. <laughs> Get him some more backstage heat. Have John, bring John Cena back to bury him again. <laughs> uh, to close out the match, Dawkins then hits uh, a spinning neck breaker and Ford hits the big frog splash from the top to pick up the win. So commentary mentioned about how they had that conversation with Sonya Deville a couple of weeks ago where she was saying, you know, take some time away, come back, get a few wins, get yourselves back into the title picture. So this could be the kind of start of that. Um, hopefully we see a bit more of Corbin and Zayn uh, tagging because that was really amusing with the whole documentary team dynamic. It'd be quite fun. I but can we'll see, see this goes. going into a feud. Between the two of them. Like a heel versus heel feud. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be like, against that either. I think it'd be there, quite There fun. was the thing as well, like Corbin was getting really angry that he was being filmed. It was like, you don't tell you, mate. <laughs> You're always getting job. filmed. When you... Yeah, you're literally <laughs> getting filmed by someone else that we're you're, meant to believe isn't there. Like, you're getting filmed by someone else being filmed and you're pissed off you're being filmed. Yeah. Come on, Corbin. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought this is probably the most compelling Corbin's been for me in a long time, just arguing with Sammy's film crew. <laughs> yeah. After this match, we get Caleb Braxton backstage with Daniel Bryan. Um, he's asked about his match um, against Roman and his chances of beating him. He says his chances of beating Roman are better than Edge's and thinks Edge could be a bit rusty and doesn't think he has what it takes to beat Roman. Edge then comes in uh, and questions him, asks why, uh, asks who he thinks would win between the two of them should Brian beat Roman for the belt. But Brian says, I'll have to keep that answer for myself. I think we're going to get something between them. They keep I, prodding it. So I've got two theories on this. First off, before I go into the theories, why the fuck are they acting like Edge hasn't like just wrestled like an hour in the Rumble the other week, saying yeah. he's rusty like yeah. that? They, they did this a couple of times on the show. You see that like Roman week, it was a month ago. Still like the other week, mate. Yeah, it's like four weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. In, w- in, w- in the Actually, WWE yeah, cinematic universe, universe it was it's about a week, week ago. Five days. Six hours and 15 minutes, so, you know, there you are now, boy. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, first off that, like, he, he literally went an hour in the Rumble. Um, like, the, he can't be rusty if he's just done that. No, definitely not. Um, and he wrestled the next night on Raw, and again, he didn't he didn't look rusty. So no. why are you trying to, like, paint this false narrative that he is? Secondly, um, I've got two theories on this. Either the way the portrayed it either Brian's beaten Roman at Fastlane which I don't think will happen no or Brian's gonna like be facing whoever wins at Mania oh okay probably Edge I imagine ah with Edge going in as champion Mm. that's not a bad shout or he's just gonna feud with Edge after Mania Mm. either Either way, they were they were making too much of a deal about those two wrestling, and obviously Edge has like been very vocal that he wants to have an Iron Man match with uh, Daniel Bryan this year. So, mm. well, that, I've that's probably happening. <laughs> I've got a little something that I'll mention at the end, which is very much related and tied into what you're saying. So, more on that later, as we say. Next up, we get Seth Rollins coming down in for him quite a subtle suit compared to the last two weeks. It's a well, bit shy, isn't it? I've read Rollins comes out looking like the Holy Spirit. (laughs) (laughs) Looked like like he was going to a prom in the 80s. Just needed one of those like really high black trim on it. Like the the high waist, like trim bit on there. (laughs) Need a cummerbund. 
Still no shirt because it's still set. no shirt. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. Don't need a shirt. If he wears shirts, it's going to be a leather shirt with a leather it, tie and a it, leather jacket like the other see, week. He's a sexy it, man. He don't need a shirt. He's just a it, sexy Seth. His suit yeah, looks like a negative of um, the one Eddie Guerrero wore when he was defending the title after going to prom with China. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, he comes down, um, says that the complaint that we filed, as in him and the WWE Universe, um, got a huge response from social media. But before we can continue talking, Cesaro interrupts and looks furious. Uh, Rollins says... Um, Last week, he didn't call him a loser, and he wants to explain what he meant uh, by his words. Rollins says that he's a star who can't grab the grass, uh, brass ring and can't break the glass ceiling. He says he's the strongest, uh, pound for pound, and the most technically gifted on the roster, but asks him why it is uh, that every time he tries, he seems to come up short. Um, asks him what is it that he's missing, and he tells him that it's what he's got himself, and it's that killer instinct, and that he wants to give it to him. Um, goes on to say that he came back to SmackDown to lead people into the future and wants to lead Tazaro to greatness um, because he's done everything already. You know, he's won all the championships and stuff like that. Um, and everything that Rollins has done up to this point is only things that Cesaro has ever dreamed of. Uh, says that if he'd have listened to him two weeks ago, then he'd have won the chamber and he'd be champion by now. But he said it's never too late to change and start again and wants to give him a second chance. All he has to do is embrace the vision. They're really Ooh, trying lead. hard, really trying hard <laughs> to get out. <laughs> I've got to say though, this promo by Seth was fantastic. Oh, it was excellent. Like the way yeah. he was, the way he was kind of like circling Cesaro like a devil on his shoulder was just unreally good. Like, yeah, the good when, thing, like... when he's when they're not like trying to get him to like shoehorn in every fucking catchphrase he's got and just mm. let him talk. Yeah, it's so good. Very, very good. Yeah, I feel like. Um... Like he's one of those people that elevates whoever's in the ring with. And Cesaro doesn't need like Cesaro's outstanding. We all know that. We've said that for ages. But I think if they have a match either at Fastlane or even Mania, that will really cement Cesaro, I think. Well, Seth's going to be doing something at Mania. He's going to be up I, against someone. So Yeah. Yeah. I can see them holding us off till Mania. I, feel I hope like they do. I really hope they do. I feel like they're kind of slow building Seth getting back into the ring. Mm. Um like obviously, obviously he wrestled in the rumble, but then we haven't seen him since. Um, yeah, and he he doesn't seem to be getting too physical in anything he does. Obviously, he did the, the something here, mm. and he he attacks Cesaro, but he doesn't seem to be getting. He's not taking fit. bumps, is he? He's not taking anything of significance. Mm. I, I feel I feel like maybe maybe because he's like took two months off, he, he wants to ease his way like, back in. Ease his way back in. Do, yeah. do because he's trying to like kind of add a new sort of like wrinkle to this character Mm. it's almost as if more time talking about it than wrestling which is cool yeah 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 um he says rollins says he'll give cesaro time to think about it but cesaro then just fucking puts him down locks him into the swing and he really got him up for this swing and he went for a good old while Corey Graves says, Seth seeing triple. You can't embrace three visions. <laughs> I mean, uh, Seth Rollins proceeds to scream. He does. Uh, he's the holding the microphone time. for a while. <laughs> <laughs> he's holding the microphone for a bit. And he's kept putting it near as well. Going, ah! <laughs> and when, when Cesaro dropped him the first time, he put the microphone onto his mouth. Please stop. Please stop. <laughs> Don't do it now. <laughs> and then he just... He swung him so hard again that his fucking jacket fell off. <laughs> uh, Cesaro then follows up with an uppercut uh, and just leaves him in the ring. As Cesaro's going up the ramp, Daniel Bryan and music, uh, music hits uh, and they have a little fist bump and a smile, which is nice. Uh, then we get Daniel Bryan versus Jey Uso, main event of the evening. Speaking of main events, I mean main event Jey Uso to address him properly. Uh, Daniel Bryan starts off the match uh, really aggressively, uh, begins to target Jay's arms, soften him up for the label lock. Uh, hits a hurricanrana from the top rope to get a two count. Bryan goes to dive through the middle ropes at Uso, um, but catches him with a super kick. Jay then drops him knee first um, onto the turnbuckle post on the outside. Um, 
After the break, Jay continues to assault the knee. Uh, Brian tries to lock in the yes lock, but Jay just starts clubbing the knee to break the hold. Uh, Jaden hits a Samoan drop, goes to the top rope, misses the splash. Brian then hits a series of yes kicks, um, and then Brian sends Jay to the outside of the ring, hits a wrecking ball drop kick. Brian then hits a, a running knee from the apron, um, heads to the top rope, but misses due to his knee buckling. Jay then goes back to attacking the knee with a drop kick and a, a half crab submission. Um, Brian then tries to stomp his way out, but Jay just puts more pressure on the knee um, to stop any kind of comeback. A little bit later on, uh, Brian eventually manages to, to break out, catches Jay with a kick, gets a close two count attempt. Uh, Brian goes into the corner, sets up for the running knee, but Jay sort of chop blocks like stroke, spears him uh, in the knee, which looked pretty cool. Um, hits a super kick and gets another near fall. Jay goes up to the top rope again, but Brian meets him up there and hits a really nice butterfly suplex. Brian goes again for the yes lock. And Jay manages to break the hole by reaching for the rope. Then as we come to the kind of close of the match, the fight continues on the outside. Jay launches Brian into the steps. The referee at this point is up to, I think, four on the count. Both men stagger to get back to their feet. Jay then picks uh, Brian up, drops him knee first onto the steps. Um, but the ref's count has now reached 10 and he declares a double count out. Uh, in the ring, um, Jay just starts to beat down on Brian and then not even from down the ramp, kind of from the, the hard cam side of the ring, Roman slides in, starts to attack Brian as well, um, just as he puts Jay into the, the label lock. Brian nearly manages to lock Reigns into the label lock himself, but Jay breaks the hold with a super kick. The show then ends with Ryan, uh, Ryan, sorry, Reigns hitting Brian um, with a spear and then locking in the, the guillotine choke with him standing tall um, as champion over the top. See, Pretty see decent when, end. See when we it, said there was comparisons with Brian and Reigns, Troy just got confused there as well. Nah. <laughs> 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 what I thought was interesting here is that Edge didn't come out at any point, like didn't come out to help Brian. And for me, that kind of furthers their little feud. I'm thinking, are we going to get a multi-man match at Mania, are we going to get a triple threat? See, I when I was talking about my theories, I was going to say that, but then I thought, nah, if they're going to, if they're kind of teasing that with like Drew and Bobby, mm. maybe, maybe Reigns and Reigns versus Edge. No offense to Brian, but that is the marquee matchup. Oh, it is. Yeah, Reigns versus Edge. Yeah, they shouldn't even touch, get anyone else involved. It's them to. It should be. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I feel like more Brian's there to either be involved in something prior to it or after it. Hmm. Um, probably more more a case of facing like you know. facing whoever wins that after, or just going to a feud with Edge after Mania, I think. But then yeah. they've been like kind of laying the groundwork that we're going to get Roman and Brian before Mania, so hmm. I think we'll probably end up with Roman and Brian at Fastlane. Yeah, somehow. Um, it it. It was a weird ending, though. I thought it was a little bit abrupt. It, almost as if they were, like, running out of time. Do you reckon? Felt that way. I mean, it, like, literally, they, all that, all that like, counts out and then Brian, like, applying the yes lock on both of them mm. happened in, like, the last three minutes of the show. Mm-hmm. But it, it did feel kind of rushed. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I still thought it was a really good match. Oh, yeah, I thought it was great. Um Brian and Jay have got really good chemistry in the ring. We've seen them fight a couple of times, like just before Christmas as well, when they were kind of teasing that this was going to be a feud um, between was Brian and Reigns. Jay was getting wins constantly because he was yeah. turning into the main event or so. That's it, yeah. Um, but yeah, they've got great chemistry, and this is uh, more proof of that. Really good match. Really, really enjoyed it. Um, I think a double count out in this, like with everything going on with the moving parts of this, is the right decision. No one looks bad coming out of this. Um, there's more grounds for Brian to be put into that match. Jay's not lost, keeps him looking strong. Um, yeah, all good. Like you say, maybe a little bit rushed at the end, but yeah. there is, yeah, that's that. Um, that. That's me like nitpicking though, to be fair. like Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but that wraps up SmackDown for this week. What do we think, chaps? What are our highs and lows? Well, it was a decent show. Um, I'll go first. My low was just the fact that Tamina squashed um, Liv Morgan, as I say, I, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more, um, little bit, little bit more fight from Liv in that match. Are you um, not all aboard the Tamina train, mate? I'm glad <laughs> that Tamina won because I, I think she definitely deserves to have a push. Um, 
but I, I just I just would have liked to seen a bit a little bit more like resilience from Liv. Um, Fair enough. Because she's someone I think's immensely talented, and they should also be putting a bit more of a spotlight on. Um, and my high was the um, Seth Rollins promo. I thought it was excellent. Nice. That was really good. Good shit, Aaron. Uh, my low is going to be profits versus Corbin and Zayn. Didn't do night for me. And clarify the dirty dogs were watching backstage. Oh, I yeah. forgot to mention that, but I did forget to mention that. Now you yeah. say it, I do remember. It, it <laughs> didn't mean, bear it, too much relevance it on the match, but then. yeah, it was it was literally Dolph drinking out of a red cup and then throwing it on the floor and going, "That's a shame." <laughs> Pointless. Yeah. It, it, it didn't add anything. Of, um, you know, to yeah, the match, it's it? like the match done nothing for me. Personally. That's why it was his low point because Dolph didn't. Sure <laughs> enough. <laughs> uh, my high will be, I think, just start the start of possibly getting Cesaro versus Rollins. The tease, the tease of it, just yeah. Oh, be a yeah. Cool. That's going to be a really good match. Please. Please hold that off till Mania. If they get the time. I yeah. Think, I think they will because I think that the thing is with it being like two like two nights. Um they got time to spread that out. There was a lot of matches that I thought wasn't gonna get that much time like last year's Mania when it was two nights. Mm. And he actually managed to give more time to it. Yeah. So give them 20, 25 out. minutes. Yeah. Love that. Awesome. Even 15 minutes would be fucking good for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, my highs and lows. Uh, my lows similarly to UJ, uh, Tamina, and Liv. Um, not against Tamina getting a push at all, as I said earlier, but Liv should be getting used better than this. Um, it would have been nice, even if she had been defeated, to have looked strong in defeat, as we say often, or at least have got a bit more offense in. Um, my high is going to be Apollo Cruz and just this new, um, dimension to his character and just getting a bit more of a feel for for who he is like they have never mentioned anything about his kind of nigerian ancestry and it's nice that they're bringing us in it's going to be part of his character um and yeah he deserves he deserves some big things because he's fucking awesome i remember how excited i was when he came over from nxt and they debuted him on raw um and then quickly had nothing to do for him so yeah i'm excited to see where they go with it um but that wraps up Smack Diddly Down. Another one in the bag, as you say, Jay. Um, before we go, where can people find us on social media? Aaron? Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, where you can see all our past live streams, past watch-alongs, past gaming nights. Uh, you can do the exact same on Twitch at Untitled Dress Pod. And you can also go to our Twitter for our bants and our just... Uh, reviews when they come out Untitled Dress Pod as well nice. and our Discord as I keep forgetting every single time at Untitled Dress Pod where you can get <laughs> news updates, join us in games all that malarkey lovely stuff uh, I love how we get you to do it every, every pretty much every podcast and every time it's like we've asked you just completely out the left you're like with me? <laughs> <laughs> every time cracks me up so much <laughs> Um, while on the subject of social media at the time of recording, it is Saturday. Uh, tomorrow on Sunday, 9pm um, UK time, we will be hosting our first open sessions uh, podcast, a live open session where we open up the floor for any questions, any points of discussion in the world of professional wrestling, regardless of which promotion you follow. Um, we will be joined by the amazing guys from the fantastic Damn It Vince podcast. If you don't already, go and check them out. Really, really lovely guys um, putting up some really, really good content. We'll be discussing some missed opportunities with them um, in the world of wrestling. But as I say, we welcome you to bring any points of discussion in there. So uh, check that out. That'll be on Facebook, and that will also be on Twitch. Jay, beard yes, and beers. Boy. Beard and beers. Beard and beers. So you can go to thatchface.com, uh, use, co- uh, use, co- use the code TROYXL85, easy for me to say, um, and you'll get 20% off your order. They do a fantastic array of beard balms, beard oils, uh, brushes, combs, as well as clothing like hats, um, 
t-shirts, flip-flops and the like. All the proceeds go to a good cause, so do check them out. Um, and beer, topropebrewing.com. They've just released some new wrestling-themed beers. Um, they've got Papa Mango, uh, which is a mango pale ale, American Nightmare, which is a chocolate stout. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Cold Stone Cream Austin, a chocolate, chocolate and orange ice cream pale ale. Again, easy for me to say. I've had that one. It's very nice. Oh, and- get me some of that. Gallahorn, which is a Kvik IPA made with Kvik Belgian yeast, which gives it a bit more of a crisper taste. Chef's kiss, very nice, very evil. Um, yeah, <laughs> go to toprobrewing.com. Our own big tasty Ben Jackson is the brewer there, so it's all made by him. Oh, yeah. So by proxy, by us. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. And if you didn't already know, we stream every Saturday night a load of games. We'll be doing the same tonight. So, uh, as Aaron mentioned, hit us up on Twitch at Untitled West Pod. Come play some games of us. Uh, and you're also going to be playing some Halo later, aren't you, Jay? I, I may be jumping on some Halo in a little bit, yeah. I'm nice. just, uh, just weighing up what I've got to do this afternoon before I do that. But yeah, nice. I should be. <laughs> Sweet. Thank you, as always, for joining us, guys, and listening in. Really appreciate your support. Keep doing what you're doing, and we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye. How does this fan in 1996 know this? I don't know, mate. It's a load of glare. I can't oh, see come it. on, mate. Play the game. Can't see it. Play the game. Can't see it. Oh, for fuck's uh, Aaron, sake, Aaron. Aaron. Zoom it in says your podcast, un- just read it. It says Undertaker is not a homo. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you must love this podcast housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast housing.